The weather is changing and the great people at Design Air Heating and Cooling want to remind you not to wait until the first hot weekend to think about your air conditioning. An early check and regular maintenance of your system is the best way to prevent more costly maintenance later in the year. And Design Air has you covered. Just contact them today and they'll have a professional tech out to make sure your air conditioning is running efficiently for the summer. Visit designairservice.com to learn more and schedule your tune-up today. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After with Tim McKernan and Doug Vaughn on 590 The Fan and inside STL.com. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After on 590 The Fan, KFNS and inside STL. Welcome to our Munganass, St. Louis, Acura.com and OltonToyota.com. 7 o'clock hour, Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin Vaughn. Kenneth Higgy Strode, Action Jackson, Virgin Pringle, Sauce Boss, and Matthew J. Rocchio with you on the ones and twos. And Doug, let's take a look at the leaderboard in Cromwell, Connecticut. Oh, Lord. Doug Jim. Do you say Jim or Gim? I, I, Gim? Don't, I don't usually say either. I Two don't... under par through three. Okay. And, and he's the leader? He is. Okay. Maverick McNeely is one under par, and I think you had him? Uh, yeah, I do. How does that make you feel? Well, it makes me feel great. Nice. Because it seems like the tournament's about over. When 95% of the field hadn't teed off yet, and your guys played one hole, I think he can be pretty secure in knowing he'll hold that lead. <sighs> What's wrong with Cameron Tringali? I, I don't know. I, don't, I just don't. I don't know anything. Abraham answer was chalky AF. Uh-oh. Plus one. Uh-oh. Mm. Uh oh, Kevin Streelman minus one. Kevin Streelman minus one. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. I think uh, you had Justin Rose too, didn't you? I, I don't know. I went heavy on Justin Rose. Uh, Doug has Justin. Rose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got him. Mm-hmm. Well, he's one under. How's that make you feel? I don't have much of a feeling one way or the other about it, frankly. No, I I just don't. Not with the Redbird Ball Club struggling. How'd they do yesterday? They got whooped again, 6-2. Tigers might be the best team in baseball. They played them tough. Uh, they were outscored 14-4, to but that, that was the last place ball club when they rolled into the Motor City. Now Detroit got out of the cellar. Just a couple of W's. Cardinals completed. lost again, huh? Yeah, yeah, they did. One and five road trip. Cardinals yeah. stink. Yeah. Spend some money! Oh. Winning $6 on my team. Oh, nice. Congratulations. Antelaine Strillman. Okay. Keep setting up to get your right shoulder merit badge. <laughs> God, that is missed. I mean, it's missed more so than ever. <laughs> well, boy, there's we a saw. long way we to saw. go. If we can just get hot, we can win this baby. I like it, too. And I see it turning around tonight. All right, Wayne Wright pitching. That helped. No, he's not pitching. No, then they won't win. Schilte said things like he thinks they're right there. They're giving a good effort. Yeah, right there in fourth place. I don't know what else you say, though, if you got to stand up there and talk after every loss. Don't give us a slurpee because, hey, we're trying hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Tupac hologram at Coachella. <laughs> we still have Joe Strauss, and it's timeless. 
Yeah. Uh, here is Mike Schilt following the game. Jackson always includes this. I never go to it, <laughs> oh. but today I will since <laughs> we brought still. it up. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of guys that know how to win. We're just not winning right now. We have some guys that are figuring out what winning looks like and, um, you know, having conversations with guys about it and, and uh, understanding and the cause and effect of what we do. And, you know, there's no guarantees in this game, which makes it um, wonderful. It makes it super frustrating some days. Um, you know, we're not doing some of the pillars that require us to win games. And, and the pillars are, um, you know, we, we've, we're not throwing consistent quality strikes. And um, we haven't been able to execute on offense. And, um, you know, the other two were played, you know, make the routine plays and, and be together. Well, I can tell you what, this group is together. Um, it's, a, it's a frustrated group. It's a hungry group to get back to, you know, playing more consistent winning type baseball. Well, I, I don't know what else you say at this point if you're him. You can't just get up there and rip everybody. You can't do that. Four pillars. Yeah. Well, you know, I two, don't know. two pillars. You have to score runs and throw strikes. Okay. That's his pillars. Faith, yeah. character, core values, and team first. Those would be the four pillars. See, those are nice four strong pillars upon which to build a foundation of a, what, 1-15 and 15 team and 2-14 <laughs> and 14 the year after that. Something like that. Uh, I give Schilt credit for standing there and taking it, talking. Well, he has he, to. He doesn't. He, well, some managers don't. Not like he does. Well, they all do a press conference after the game. Yeah, usually they do. Some of them get very angry at the reporters. And he sits there good-natured and, and deals with it. I give him credit for that. What would you do if you're the manager and the team's playing like that? Well, what would you do? Say we suck. Well... Get out and How many managers say that? Go out and get us some pitching. How many managers say that and keep? Well, you asked what I would say, and that's what I would say. Well, then you wouldn't be the manager. Yeah. Maybe not, but I speak my mind. Okay. I wouldn't get up there and say, "Yeah, we got guys in this team that know how to win." Well, when you win one game, they've all been a part of a one winning game, so you know how to win. Yeah. Well, it, it and he might. said one. Some guys don't know how to win. Uh, what do you mean? But if you're if you're part of that organization, I, from afar, it's easy to say I'd speak my mind and just rip everybody. But if you're part of the organization, and you're supposed to be the leader, it's you don't say things like that. You don't get to that position by, by just always speaking your mind. No, I don't expect him. I was kind of tongue in cheek saying that, but I don't expect him to rip his players. Say, yeah, Aaron out over four, you suck. I mean, not that. I mean, I get mad every once in a while. Like you know, you see. Ruby getting mad every once in a while. If they play a bad game, he said, we'd even go out there, we'd even try. Well, you can have your players' backs, but every once in a while, you got to get pissed off. Yeah, well, it may be about time for that. I, I don't know. He doesn't seem like the type that, that that's in his personality. Maybe that's the problem. He's too easygoing. He sure MF them Atlanta Braves after the yeah. NLDS. He did. See you later, Rosarena. <laughs> Cost us an all-star player. <laughs> 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 They just, they just don't hit at all. The whole lineup is 250, 260 hitters. Can you imagine having a the 300 hitter? The offense continues to just slap dick around. Yeah, every now and then somebody on the other team comes up and he's hitting 318, 310. I go, wow, a 300 hitter. I don't know what that looks like. Not to mention they're just boring to watch. Yeah, they are. Wasn't boring last night for Trey Young. No doubt. I walked into the studio this morning, <laughs> and Jackson and Rocchio were engaged in a heated X's and O's conversation about an NBA. I would, I've never been more disappointed than two people in my life. And then I got this lecture on having to have long arms to play good defense. Oh, length? 
Yeah, that's, that's what Rocky was calling it. Oh, we went round and round on that. Yeah, I came in for a question, then I just walked right back out. Yeah. I couldn't, oh, I couldn't get a word in. I, just... I mean, the NBA conversation was hot and it was heavy. And it's still in the air. I, di- I didn't watch the game last night. I didn't watch it. Trey I watched Young. the hockey game. Good Trey hockey Young. game. Shimmy Shake. Tampa that, that was your takeaway from the game? Shimmy Shake. Trey Young. Shimmy you shake. want to settle this like men? Let's do it over the AM radio airwaves. <laughs> and the aisle has kept Patty Maroon from his third straight Stanley Cup final. Right. They were ahead 2 nothing. We'll see you at Game 7 in Tampa on Friday night. The St. Louis and Scott Mayfield scored the tying goal. How do you do? Eight or nine minutes left. Came up from his rear guard slot. Went top shelf where Mama hides a peanut butter. Nice. And then they got one early in, in the OT in the extra session, I call it, Tim. Viewership up for the 2021 NBA playoffs across TNT, ESPN, and ABC, 39%. But that's versus last season. What would it be compared to 2019? Not as good. What's that? It's not as good. Yeah. It's down from 2019. You want to do some spin and compare something to 2020. Oh, yeah. Spin, spin, sugar. Especially, uh, stop saying spin, spin, sugar. Especially since they're competing with the NFL for 2020. Yeah. But hopefully it goes back up in 2022. I would think it would hurt a little that they don't have LeBron in there. They don't have the Lakers. I actually think it helps a little bit. Kind of gives you do? a fresh look. Yeah. Oh. Well, you're a bit losing out on. Well, they still have the Clippers in, so second biggest market still interested. Yeah. Nationwide, though, the Lakers have a much better yeah. brand than the Clippers. No doubt. I think Silver wanted to see the Hawks and Suns. I know I do. So they told the refs to help him out with some calls. Here you go, Zebra. Shimmy shake. Well, Trey on that ass. <laughs> we learned from that NBA ref years ago that that's not beyond the realm of possibility. They've been known to do that. What was his name? Tim Donahue. Darnell Coles. Yeah. Tim Donahue. He was the ref for the Malice at the Palace game. Yeah. They fixed a little something. Hey, Tim, the next time you're over for a ride in my bed while I'm out playing ball in the yard with my kid that looks like you, can I grab five minutes of your time on your way out? I know you're normally in a hurry and have no time for small talk, but I think if we combine our resources in golf, we might be able to gape skankies even harder. That's a recovering alcoholic from Belleville in Webster Grove. He's just, he's careening out of control. He's a mess is what he is. He's always like the first text of the day, too, which is so disappointing. Well, he's been up for four days. I suppose, <laughs> you know, on a bender. Just trash. I can't imagine how bad that must feel, just to be drunk all the time. Jackson, is hockey up or down, good or bad, from last year and from 2019? Somebody's looking for numbers. I don't mm. know. Um, there you go. There's think, your answer. I think I saw one rating up against an NBA game. Wasn't good for hockey, but I don't. Let's take a look. Okay. What do we just have the ratings right here at our disposal? We should. Yeah. I don't know. John O'Ron. Do you say O'Ron or Rand? O'Ren Castigi's hair. Oh, that's right. O R E N E. O'Ren. Uh, Mugganast is the place we go for our uh, cars, and we recommend it wholeheartedly to the audience. Jeff Witt works in sales here at 590 The Fan, KFNS. He's been talking to me about Munganess for a while, and I said, hey, man, I'll be happy to introduce you. I'll be happy to introduce you, because once you know Jamie Burkhardt and Clayton Patterson, Mm -hmm. 
your world is going to change for the better. Yep. I introduced him uh, yesterday afternoon. Next thing you know, they're already talking. Just like that lickety split. Oh, lickety split. Wow. Lickety split. That quickly. That's Jamie. And I did it with somebody else, too. Somebody else I made a uh, text introduction. I always like connecting people with the sponsors. That's the name of the game, Jack. Mm-hmm. That's the name of the game, Jack. Oh, I prepped for my show. Did you mobilize an audience, bitch? Wow. You deliver ROI ho? Gee, many Christmas. I got great guests. Did you mobilize an audience, bitch? Who are you scolding with that those hot of journalism school? Hottest of takes. Journalism school. That's what you get your net sound pop in now. Okay, can I make 18K? You mobilize an audience, bitch? You deliver ROI ho? Oh my. That got my net sound pop in and won an Emmy. <laughs> I only lost 14% on my next contract. You mobilize an audience, bitch? Bit, bitch. Okay. You deliver ROI ho? This is the speech you would give the, the that's school. How, that's how Mizzou. I would serve as professor right. emeritus <laughs> without a degree. Yeah, well, it doesn't really matter, I guess. Kind of sound like Jewel and Deadwood when she wanted Dan to knock down the door. Doug, does that remind you of Jewel and Knock down the door, Dan. It didn't really. It didn't. Of course, I haven't seen the picture. It's hard to remind you of, of a show if you haven't seen that show. StLouisAccurate.com. AltonToyota.com. Oh, that's where we were going with this. Right. That's right. That's right. That's exactly where we were going with it. Doug's got an RDX. I got an MDX. And we both have 22-inch rims. Spinning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that car. I really do. Although I've loved every car they've sent to me. There's been four or five. One nicer than the next. Guys, NBA fans love talking ratings. Big Bang Theory got great ratings, and that sucks too. That's from Dave with a cauliflower ear. I want a bad show. No, I like the show. Now, do you say Kelly Cuoco or Coco? I've almost never said her name. Now what do you say? Coco, because mm. it's easier. Cuoco. I don't know. That's the blonde gal. Is that show still on? No, it's done. Had a nice run. Boy, it did. It Never did. watched one single sode. It's funny. It is, yeah, it's very well written. Yeah, Jim Parsons has a, uh, if you've never seen the series Hollywood, I think it's two seasons on Netflix, pretty good show. Um, Jim Parsons plays an agent, a gay agent, who uh, all of his clients have to give him oral before he'll sign up. Oh, gee, many huh. Christmas. And Rock Hudson was one of them. Oh, God. Bless it. Quite a little script. Yeah. Yeah, they, they took uh, liberties with that since he's dead. I mean, they made Rock Hudson out this to be the biggest twink you've ever seen. He wasn't a twink, though, was he, Doug? No, he was a man's a man, but... Yeah, they had him out to be gayer than gay, gayer Garrison. Nice. He and Doris Day made a lot of pictures. Jim Parson looked like he was about 23, and he was actually, like, mid-40s. Nick Watney's now three over. Okay. He hasn't made a cut in... <laughs> Idiot. Smiley Kaufman era. Spoilers, you old possum. That's from the 618. Well, I didn't give anything away. I just... The preface of the, the thing is it's old-time Hollywood and things that went on back in old-time Hollywood and Rock Hudson is one of the actors. And... I think that things that go on in current Hollywood, too, as we learn. Maybe. 
But these are old-time actors, Ed. Oh. I don't think there's much maybe about it. What's like that, me. like the less popular MFF <laughs> yeah. and heaps of junk on the mirrored table? Mm-hmm. Well, I think with the Me Too movement, that's kind of hopefully gone away for the most part. But Rock Hudson had to take the high hard one. He had to? <laughs> he wanted to part Jim Parsons. He wanted to sign Jim Parsons. Yeah, imagine how many women have been through that over the years. They wanted to part. That's frightening. Quite a few. No. Guys, Ralph Macchio was 47 <laughs> when playing a cro- uh, high school in Karate Kid. It's from the 618. He wasn't that old. <laughs> 47. He was not that old. And Elizabeth <laughs> Shue was 38. I don't think they were. He had held back a few years. That would he make wasn't him 47. That would make him 80 in the new thing on Netflix. <laughs> Is there anybody that old that could that could pull off being a teenager? Anybody that you know? Rob Lowe. Yeah, that's a good one. Gary Coleman. Probably. He's no longer with us. But nonetheless. Yeah, he did look a lot younger than he was. Maybe Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon's got to be 60 by now, isn't he? Yeah, he still looks the same. And you think he could pull off playing a teenager? Maybe. Guys, I'm playing Crown Point this Saturday. Anybody got any restaurant recommendations? Thanks. That's from Crystal City Clamor. Now, Iggy usually senses that as a humble brag. In this case, the person isn't going to, like, Belize. The person's going to Farmington. Was that a humble brag? That's not a humble brag. That's not a humble brag. Okay. I mean, you're going to Farmington, for God's sake. That's the home (laughs) of the St. Gabriel Golf Tournament. Oh, is it really? Mm -hmm. They couldn't find a course in St. Louis good enough for them? Uh, Old Warson held the Ryder Cup in 1971. And they wouldn't have anything to do with the St. Gabe's Bunch. Mm-hmm. Are there hotel accommodations for you out there? Um, there are, actually. There is a hotel there. Yeah, I would say if you're going to be on the course drinking all day, you may not want to drive back from Farmington. There's probably several hotels in Farmington. It's... Yeah, but there's one, like, right <clears throat> on the course. Oh. Turns into a pony. With all the... Stepdads from St. Gabe's. Is that what you're talking about? That's right. It's a pony show with the 200 guys that are down there playing golf. I'm sure there's women there, too. Are there women there? It's just a guy. Oh, absolutely. There are. Yeah. Ladies love the St. Gabriel's. Oh, they flock down there. They're not necessarily related to the guys playing. They just hear that it's going to happen. Maybe your brother's game and there's a foul ball. You say, I'll go get it. Your dad goes, no, no, I'll go get it. Comes back with another gentleman and announces he's divorcing your mother. True story. It's not a true story. That's what they were trying to make me believe, that dads were chasing foul balls so they could meet other fathers. And I just didn't believe it. What was the ratio to girls to guys at St. Gabe's? Probably 50-50. Really? Why? I was just curious. Did you guys have some kind of different deal at St. Mary Magdalene? Uh, no. I used to know St. Gabe's. I don't even know why I asked the question, to be honest with you. <laughs> God almighty. What a stroke out moment. I really don't. I asked the question, and I said, why did I ask? Iggy was possessed it ma- it by matters. the ghost of non sequiturs. <laughs> it matters to nothing. I mean... Who cares? I don't know why I asked. Now you're mad at yourself. <laughs> I am. For something that happened 15 seconds ago. Just a stupid question. <laughs> but an interesting one. I mean, you could answer, yeah, 64. I said, hmm, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. Doug, how are things at St. Kitty's? 
Well, about 50-50. When I went to Crestwood Elementary, it was about 50-50. Whoa. I'd have to go back and check just to make sure. (laughs) While I was at Tillman Elementary, I'm going to say it was about (laughs) 50-50. Tillman Trailblazers? I don't believe we had a nickname. I think they're the Trailblazers now. That's a nod to Clyde Drexler. Is that what it was? Because he meant so much <laughs> to people who lived in that region of Kirkwood. Uh, Cal Kennedy has just texted, and as you know, he's the best in the business. Yeah. Uh, and he says, right now, over 400 golfers. It will be the largest ever. There is a waiting list. Oh, my. And the women who aren't even related to the guys, they'll they'll crowd into Farmington just to try to get a look at them. Well, there's a lot of great players. Somebody. There's a lot of great players. Yeah, Joe Stats. Yeah. Okay, and so the women, many of them from the boot heel area, they're going to come up and try to get a look at some of these some of these fellows. That's right. That's what you're telling me. That's right. Okay. I think it'd be easy pickings. I mean, those Farmington girls can't be getting much action. <laughs> How do you know that? Yeah, what do you base that on? Well, because it's kind of a rural area, and then you get uh, the guys from the big city coming up to play golf. It's like, look at these guys. Look at that car. I bet he's got money. Or Farmington sounds like the <laughs> well, deep it south. Does. It sounds like Huntsville, Alabama. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's a rural community. I've never been there, but it's a small <laughs> it's, it's a small town, but it's not like it's backwoods. I've never been there and I know nothing, but here's some stereotypes. <laughs> That's pretty much what I did. <laughs> Just the name of it. Farm. They have a famous drive through restaurant there. What is with it? The, with the shakes and the burgers that they're well-known for. Them? Yeah, and you go and you sit and you wait 30 minutes for it. I, I forget the name of it. I, we went there last time. I was they have a place like that in Columbia. In that area. Called Mugs Up. Mugs Up. Tasty treats. Someone who's been to Farmington more than me would know what that name of that restaurant is. Cause that's, that's the trendy place to go. Imagine doing that now on some of the nice cars that are out there. You go to one of those places, they put that tray on your window and let it hang there. Yeah. Do they they don't do that at Sonic, do they? No, I think they stop with the curbside. Well, they they'll, did. They'll bring it out to you, but they're not always on roller skates because you'll see those videos of people slipping, and mm. spilling like thirty dollars worth of food. That's asking a lot of somebody to go to people's cars. On That's kind of weird enough in this day and age, but but we also would like you to do that on rollerblades. <laughs> those Farmington boys are more manly than a dude who wears a pink polo shirt. That's from Sonia Sonia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure they are. Yeah, but the Farmington girls are getting tired of seeing the Hicks. Oh, you call all the gentlemen Hicks? They want, uh... There's probably some plow boys. Big, <laughs> the big city guys. I think that's it, yeah. Hunt's Dairy Bar? Is that Hunt's Dairy Bar. New sponsor. I don't remember the name, but I remember going there and having to wait a long time. Add it to the list. <laughs> That's what you should check out when you're there, Tim. Hunt's Dairy Bar. All right, I'll pony up. Yeah, well. I'll go there with Joe Sticks. Okay. Well, the guy asked for a recommendation. We just gave it to him. Yep. yep. Take that. Speaking of grade school mascots, I went to Queen of All Saints down in Soco, and our mascot was a gopher. Needless to say, we sucked at sports. They've since changed it to the Knights. Thanks. That's from Big Saggers. Well, what's wrong with being the gophers? Minnesota has had a wonderful athletic run. Yeah, it works for them. The Golden Gophers. I like weird mascots. There I are like different, like <clears throat> unique mascots. No it, shot at the Missouri Tigers. But. There are lots of Gophers in Minnesota too. It's not just a weird name they pulled out anywhere. You can play golf there, and sometimes the, the ball will 
disappear in the middle of the fairway because it goes down a gopher hole. There's lots of gophers running around. Sweet, sweet gopher and hole. And the city of Viola every year has the Viola gopher count where kids go out and capture gophers and like cut off their legs and pin them to boards and then they count them and see who's arranged it in the best way. And it's really weird, but it helps the farmers. It's a nice <laughs> hole, Bill. Helps the farmers to get rid of some of the gophers. Iggy, you're a Farmington too. Thank you. <laughs> you think you would have torn it up had you lived in Farmington? I tore it up wherever I went. Oh my goodness. Damn Skippy, nice I'm with it. Oh my goodness. Nice old guy. Didn't matter where <laughs> I was. Doug, uh, Mark Milton tears it up as well, doesn't he? In, in a different kind of way, he'll tear up the taxes. <laughs> and by that, I mean he'll tear up the IRS. What, what, what? They might be breathing down your neck. Maybe you didn't file your what? returns. Or maybe you owe a lot of money to the IRS and they're coming after you with the guns ablaze. And this is the guy you need on your team. Or you don't have to have problems to deal with Mark Milton. You just want your taxes done. He'll do that too. If you're a small business that would like somebody to come in and take over your tax problems, Mark Milton is the guy. And he's also got the Milton Law Group now where they do estate planning. Mark Milton and stltaxlawyer.com provide a local and holistic approach to tax resolution. Don't be sucked into the out-of-town tax resolution groups you hear about on TV and the radio. Mark earned his accounting degree from the University of Illinois, number one accounting program in the country, got his law degree from St. Louis U, started his career with the Department of Justice Tax Division in Washington, where he represented the IRS in tax cases throughout the country, even received the DOJ's Outstanding Trial Attorney Award. Fantastic guy, great tax man, knows it all backwards and forward, knows the code. If you're thinking you're guilty, sign up with Milty. STLtaxlawyer.com is the website. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on ethics. That's so good. Mm. It really is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cardinals are in action. Hello again, everybody. And this weekend, it's the Pittsburgh Pirates coming to town. The Yachty Tumbler returns to Bush Stadium on Friday, June 25th, and Saturday, June 26th. Each of those games, 15,000 fans ages 16 and older will take home a stainless steel powder-coated tumbler featuring Yachty or Molina. Get your tickets today at cardinals.com slash promotions. I, I don't think I'll ever quite understand why they why they only give them to 15,000. There must be some strategic reason why they don't give it to everybody. Incentivize people to get there earlier and spend money on concessions? I guess, but, it, but then you got so many people upset because they didn't get one. They bought a ticket thinking, oh, good, we'll get this. And they get there, and the guy in front of them has one, and then they don't have one, and they're upset by that. I don't know. that. Maybe that... they give away more than 15000 and it's just a trick. It's like a bait and switch. Yeah, I think what it was is Maybe. that they didn't, I mean, because normally it's $30,000. Um, but I don't think they knew what the capacity was going to be this year. So instead of, okay, let's order 40,000 of them just in case, and then it sticks at 15,000, ah, and they're stuck with 25,000 tumblers. Well, I guess you could always have a second night later in the year to give them away if you came up with too many. But I think they had all the dates already planned for, they're not going to do two giveaways. Tonight is Jersey and Tumbler night. No, no, no. But tonight was just soccer. No, he, he made that up. That was no, just I an mean, example. They're, they're oh. not going to give away two in one night. No. They've given away some great stuff this year. Yeah, they do. They give away. That beer sign was awesome. Did you get one? Yep. Got two. Gave one to Iggy. Got one for myself. What? what for what, heaven's what, sakes. What? What? Because I went to two games in, during that homestand. Yeah, as always, if anybody gets an extra thing from the giveaways, uh, feel free to donate it to Gobble Bowl. I've gotten everything except for the uh, floppy hat. 
It's the only one I'm missing. Okay. So the listener's been very good. My son went to floppy hat night and didn't get a floppy hat. And it ran out. Yeah, I know. I guess they just want you there early. Guys, why are you so dumb? Is it the audience? Yeah. Did we make you this way? I'm confused. That's from Nate in Tallahassee. Is he on your Mount Rushmore, Jackson? No. He's not. He's on mine. <laughs> Who's on your Mount Rushmore? Uh, just him. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mount. Yeah, the rest of them don't really bother me, but he's just a bitter old man living in a downtrodden part of Florida. Well, now, would Hinchin be on your Mount Rushy? Mm. Indianapolis Star's yeah. very own. Yeah, he's a terrible texter, but I just take him with a grain of salt. Okay. I'm sure every time he texts in, he had a bad, a bad badminton. Bad, bad column. Mid, bad badminton <laughs> match he had a cover or something like that. Mm. Badminton story didn't go the way he wanted it to. Yeah. Horseshoe turn. Didn't get it in on time. Women's horseshoe team got went awry. <laughs> Women's horseshoe. <laughs> <laughs> Just had a bad couple I don't days. think I've played horseshoes in 30 years. What about washers? You don't see it much anymore. No, you don't. We used to. My dad had a pit. Um, up the street, two, two streets up, uh, the Krolls, uh, were good friends of my mom and dad. They played bridge together and, but my dad, uh, went up the Krolls and they built a horseshoe pit every night in the summer. There'd be him, the Krolls, uh, our other neighbor spider, uh, all just get together and play horseshoes and we go up and watch, ah, nice summer nights. Back in, <laughs> yep. Why would you play that? I'm talking about my dad <laughs> playing horseshoes, and you play that. Stingray. Used imitating a, a cat drop. He, he used to Just be a popular... keep myself going. It was a popular backyard game. It was. And picnics and everything. Now I guess it's been overtaken with bags. Yeah. The bastard Sepp Straka is one at her par. <laughs> yeah, bastard. <laughs> Boy, I miss horseshoes. Put on a wife beater and throw the horseshoes. Real horseshoes. Let's go play. Well, I don't know even where you'd find a pit. I haven't I seen one in forever. I wasn't good at uh, getting the horseshoe to turn over so it went in the peg. I just kind of threw it and got as close to the peg as possible to get a point. Yeah. I wasn't good enough. My dad was my dad was a great horseshoe player. Was he? Yeah. Well, he had that bowling, you know, bowling so long. He had the, the form and knew exactly how to throw the horseshoe that it opened up right when it got to the peg. Mm-hmm. You know, he's one of the best horseshoe players in the world. Can you have the initials? Uh, I'm trying to think of there's two of them. W-R-W. W-O-W. Uh, Walter Ray Williams. Yes. Sick. Nice guess, Doug. Mm-hmm. Well, because he was a bowler. I figured there was some sort of bowling yeah. time. Oh, he was, he was champion like eight straight years in a row. Yeah. Now he's living down there by uh, Ustays in Ocala, Florida. Farm country, horse country. Is it? Isn't that where John Travolta lives? I think so. I think he's got a airstrip right in his backyard. Yeah. Okay. Well, we flat broke that down. <laughs> wow. Nobody breaks down backyard horse. sports like we do. There's no, I guarantee there's not a station in the country talking horseshoes. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Take that, Smallman. <laughs> I'm a happy, successful young man. Iggy, you're an example of a failed life. That's from Nate in Tallahassee. Mm, not pleasant commentary. Well, I don't know which, what, what's failed. 
I pay my bills. I enjoy my job. I enjoy what I do. You've been with 500 women? Yeah. So I don't know. You have to define failed. I don't know what you do for a living. You sit here and text the show all day. You can't be doing much. <laughs> no, I wouldn't think he's doing a lot. If somebody needs another order of fries, do you stop texting and go back to the fry cook and say, I need more fries? I don't know what you do. Well, there's nothing wrong with being a fry cook. No, but if you're mm. going to make fun of me, I'm going to make fun sweet, of you. Sweet, sweet fries. Best fries in St. Louis. Oh, God, how many times have we done that? Steak and Shake, if they're still around. Uh, I don't know if they're, they're around. Not. No, they're not. Most have shuttered. I love. Are steak. they all gone? I thought there was no. one like in Webster on Watson, and that is Webster, even though it kind of feels like it's Crestwood, but it's Webster. Am I right on yeah, that? Yeah, the one is my on, nurse here? One on Watson and the one on Hampton are still open. Is that right? The one on Lindbergh's still open, too. Just well, south of there. 44. Do a remote. Well, I don't eat a lot of that kind of food, but some sea bass in there. Yeah, yeah, see, I have sea bass. sea bass. I just get the sea bass, basically. It's what I get. You know. They don't have sea bass at Steak and Shake. Steak and Shake's the kind. You can just take a whole fistful of their fries, dip them in ketchup, and then ah, eat like 20 of them at once. That sounds mm. terrible. I'm anti-Steak and Shake fry. I'm with you on that one, Jackson. Shoestring in nature. Nah. Yeah, but they get, get some kinda, girth. They get, kinda, they get kind of soggy, which I like. I don't like the really hard, crispy fries. I like them a little soggy. What? Okay. Well, it's just me, Rock, so you have to agree with me. <laughs> Doug, Shake Shake Crinkies are delicious. That's from Doug's work husband. Okay. I haven't been to the Shake Shack. Oh, yet. it's so good. God, I love it. They still got a huge waiting list, or they're pretty easy to get into now? Um, I, I haven't dined at one in a long time. There's two now, so. There's one, to to one in the CWE and one yeah. in the Duke Crossing, Nurse? Mm -hmm. Yep. I feel like there's another one. Doug, am I right, nurse? I don't know. Nurse. I tried right. to go to the one in Central West End shortly after it opened, and there was a line around the block. Yeah. I said, well, it's good I'm taste. Not it's waiting for a we'll do one's a little quicker. You want to get your likes? Say Shake Shack's overrated on social media. You get your likes. Okay. You get your likes. Uh, Iggy, do you like your fries like you like your women? Soggy. That's from Fitzsimmons, from Freddie and Fitzsimmons. Mm. You know, they were in the like number eight in the Barrett Sports Media. Were they? I don't know what that means. I don't know. What's a soggy woman? <laughs> <laughs> that one has been out in the rain, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Makes no sense. No. No. Mm-mm. Well, even a soggy woman could pitch some horseshoes from time to time. Back in the day, just don't get that much anymore. No. My mom and uh, Mrs. Crow would just sit in their lawn chairs and drink coffee and talk while the men played horseshoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, there's a Shake Shack coming to Chesterfield. There you go. Is that right? I guess that's They've what got every other franchise known to man. Red Robin, bottomless ball. fries. <laughs> yeah. Or bottomless broccoli. They'll give you bottomless broccoli, too, although the second batch isn't near as good as the first. Is that batch. right? They have, like, a bad batch of broccoli? Well, that was my experience. Like, maybe they said, you've, you've had enough. We're not going to give you the good stuff anymore. They were probably shocked you ordered the bottomless broccoli in the first place. Yeah. Well, I, I try not to eat fries. I try not to. Blow the dust off the broccoli bag. Yeah. Cobwebs and stuff. Put a holiday sauce on your uh, broccoli? No. You got to put something on that stuff. Doug, Shake Shack is back on DoorDash, and it's great. Their cheese sauce for them crinkies is unmatched. That's from Hall of Famer Carlos Spicy Wear. Okay. Well, I'll look into that. Oh, you're going to get it tonight? Well, I may. Really? Good I, for you. I don't know. I'm just trying to think, of, is there a franchise restaurant they don't have in that uh, Chesterfield Valley area? Because you drive down that 
that road. Zaxby's. And you see darn near everything. Am I right? Zaxby's yeah. is, yeah. We need a Zaxby's. So I mean, a, a, one that's in St. Louis somewhere. Mm. I think they've got them just about all covered. Is there a Wendy's there? For sure. I can't find a Wendy's anymore. There's one right down the street here, yeah, baby. Right down Hampton, man. Really? Yeah, right, right just down, right down, down Manchester. Manchester right? Sorry, Rock Hill. Yeah, the one by my right house there. closed. Yeah, go down to really? hit Rock Hill. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It just closed. I like their double stack. There's one at Lindbergh and 55. There's two on. Uh, what's that road? Why can't I think of it? Parallel to Olive, I'll go just find a little it. bit north. Page. Yep. <clears throat> no. There is one on Page, but it's further down from my house. There used to be one right on. Uh, McKelvey endorse it. Now that's close. Yeah, there's, on, there's two on page. Well, okay. Broccoli is good. Stop being fatty, fatty goo blob, St. Louis. That's from <laughs> Sir Ian McKellen's Thirst for Boy Juice. Supposedly it's a big cancer fighter. Broccoli? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm pretty sure french fries are not. If they're properly seasoned, they are. Although if you don't load it up with salt and have it Dripping with grease. Mm. Fries can't be the worst thing you could eat, are they? No, baked potatoes aren't bad for you. Yeah. Get that air fryer, Doug. Especially the skin on the potatoes what, really good for you. What would be the absolute worst thing you could eat that, that, that's out there and people eat regularly? The worst thing for your health? Guy's ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's nutrients in there. <laughs> Protein. Yeah. I don't know. More likely debris. <laughs> debris. I don't know. Pizza has a lot of... <laughs> you don't order debris. <laughs> I'll have the debris. <laughs> it's got to be cheap because it's just the, the crumbled leftovers of everything else, right? Hot plate of detritus. And you have to <laughs> sift through matted tufts. <laughs> <laughs> I think something like cheese nips. I don't like the word be... matted or tufts. I don't to need a big tuft guy. Well, now now it comes to what I'm trying guy. to eat stuff. Matted or tuft. Let's get that those words as out of my... As far as actual interaction, I don't want to see a tuft. But as far as a word <laughs> goes, I'm big on it's it. It's got a pop in it. Mm-hmm. Tuft. I don't want... I don't... I'm past tufts. Oh. Yeah, I enjoy the word. I use it to describe, like... The eras of Playboy, when it went from full bush, and in between full bush and landing strip was the tuft. And <laughs> 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 you still see that. I think Riley Reed sports a tuft. Oh, sports stop saying sports tough. a tuft. You like that sports a tough? Yeah. That's Who wants not. to change their text inbox name to sports a tough? <laughs> it's like they're walking around real proud of themselves, shoulders oh. thrown back, kind of doing the million dollar walk. <laughs> Tim, I hate to say it, but you are wrong. Jackson regularly eats my scrum to get my me ready for that Pringle, and he's super fit. That's from Sean Mahoney's Dead Eye. We've Jackson, you're having sex with, with that guy? We've had some trouble with him. <laughs> I've never been anywhere near his scrum. Clip that off. Boy, here's a picture of Dillian just getting ready to eat a huge sandwich. That that's, looks like a, a, that's the same one. They just enhanced it and blew it up. That looks like a joyous hot salami. Is that where she is? I don't know. It's like a wanted poster behind her. I think at this point it's a kink thing. Like, she's probably not into it, but there are guys who like watching her eat food, I guess. It's a kink. Yeah, it could be, but she does. She does go out and post pictures of her at a restaurant, you know, having a mart 
martini or margarita, whatever she's drinking. No, but like pot pies. I mean, she's like taking down 2,500 calorie dishes. And it's just, it has to be a kink thing. I don't know. Maybe her boyfriend wants her plump. That uh-huh. sandwich is bigger than she. she. She seems to be plumping up again. The size of that thing. But she hasn't eaten it yet, right? So it looks like there are a couple bites. I don't know, Doug. How would you describe oh, that? Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on with her. I, she won't just, get back to me. Could it be that she's just kidding? That it's just the There's joke? a lot of pictures of her eating. Brandon and St. Charles has them all. Gourmet pot pies and such. Yeah, that's right. Don't that's say in right. such. Uh, this is the uh, Ryan Kelly morning after the program airs on 590 The Fan, KFNS, and Inside STL. We're in our Munganess, stlouisaccura.com and altontoyota.com, 7 o'clock hour. Uh, hey, friends, why don't you text in the Andrea Steakhouse text inbox at 855-282-8255 or email in for our Design Air Heating and Cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. DesignAirService.com is where you will find Design Air, Seth Goldcamp. I don't know how many people... Since like Saturday and the storms on Saturday have DM'd me, emailed me, and raved. I mean raved about the service they got from Design Air Heating and Cooling. I gotta be honest, I don't know how they're doing it. Because if you have an influx of service calls, how do you keep up? Well, I guess they did. Because people are thrilled. Thrilled with Design Air Heating and Cooling. And they should be. Now, Iggy, I've got I've got Temperatures nothing but in the 80s over the next week. I don't know what you see on the Strodecast. Uh, yeah, today may get close to 90. I don't think it's going to hit 90, mm-hmm. uh, but it's going to get close. And then we're back in the 80s, but just just rain temporarily. Get Noah's Ark ready. Get and what? Noah's Ark. Get, get it ready. Oh, Noah's Ark. There's going to be rain for like the next week off and on. Nice. Not a constant rain, but there's rain in the forecast, in my forecast, for like the next week. Boo hiss. But it's not 100% from what I'm seeing. It's like 40%, 30%, 40 50 yeah, Maybe we'll tropical. get lucky. It's very tropical. I got Saturday at 100%. I see 30% Saturday. Well, maybe we play golf Saturday and go by your app and then don't listen to me. Then we'll be on the golf course and get drenched. <clears throat> Heaven's sakes. What, boys? I'm just playing whenever Tim asks me to play. Well, I've, well, here's what I've done. Design Air Heating and Cooling. DesignAirService.com. Thank you, Seth. You're the greatest ever. I booked a tee time for tomorrow. I think, Doug, 1230? And then I booked a tea time Saturday for 1030. So we've diversified our portfolio. And if tomorrow is good, I say we go tomorrow. But if tomorrow's not looking good, then we have a plan B in Saturday's bit. How do you, what do you think? What do you think, boys? Okay, that sounds good. Love the contingency plan. Yep, no, I'm excited about what I've done. I really am excited about it. Or we could just have a two-day tournament. Stroke play. Gross. Okay. Ten grand a man. Well, I'm out. The, the way I'm Canada. hitting the ball, Mark no, no possible way. You could have left the grand off there in a mount. <laughs> <laughs> Just ten bucks. We'll play for some broccoli. Five Guys, Twitter's the problem. We've fallen for the idea that it's mainstream and ideas generated <laughs> of it are those of the majority. The reality is that those actively posting on Twitter make it an extremely minimal portion of the population, but are disproportionately liberal and woke. Thanks. It's from the safely Cave glory hole. When the hell were you talking about that? Interesting take. Doesn't have anything to do with whether we're playing golf Friday or Saturday or Dillian's eating pot pies or not. I like this show to stay on track. Right. Don't F with us. Right. He tried to get us, get us off the subject. 
Guys, it's saying something that every female associated to Grandmother Strode has blocked his number. Dillian, Learn, Laney Spicer, and Greg Bickle, to name a few. That's from glove blogger Tom Traven. Mm-hmm. He's branching well, out. Well, none of that's true. I mean, These I women didn't block you? Kind of laughs her. doesn't even know I talk about her on the air, I'm sure. Uh, she hasn't blocked me. Learn hasn't blocked me. I don't even have her number. Um, who are the other ones? Uh, Dillian and Greg Bickle. Bickle I haven't talked to in 40 years. Who's Greg Bickle again? Uh, he used to, he's married to Connie Lasseter. <laughs> and that um, was the girl you fell in love with? No, I, I thought that was Gail Volva. I wasn't in love with her. Laura no, Patterson. No, Chris Bird was dating Volva. Um, yeah, Laura <laughs> Patterson. But, um, no, I haven't talked to Greg in 40 years. And, um, Learn hasn't blocked me. And Dillian uh, just changed her number. Although she's blocked me, she's changed her number. I'm sure her boyfriend made her. She gets a boyfriend and she just goes in a different dimension. Hmm. I, don't know. I don't know what it is with her and guys. I mean, she, last guy she had dumped her and she was like in the dumps for like six months. And she was spending everything on this guy. This guy was just using her and she bought everything. And now she's back in Florida with a nice house and I'm sure she's buying everything for this dude too. Is she big on OnlyFans? Uh, yeah. And her website's pretty big too. Gillian Harper exclusive. She has a lot of stuff on there. I'm sure she's doing well for herself, but you know she gets these guys, and these guys get possessive, and I'm sure that's why she changed her number. I'm sure it's that's not good to be a uh, sig- possessive significant other in a relationship with a stag starlet. I wouldn't think so. No, happened to Vince Chase in season seven of Entourage. Who was the stag starlet? Sasha Gray. Never really did it for me. Yeah. It was a huge star. You like her, Iggy? I think she's kind of dirty looking. It's an endorsement. Yeah, she'll be happy to hear I mean, that. I think she's attractive. I just think her, her style is just kind of like dirty. You think she has an odor? Uh-oh. No, you just, and Pride Joe are going to bond over Joe that. can tell. Just he can. Watching. He can. Six no. success. I mean, there's some there's some porn stars that uh, you consider kind of elegant. Like who? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, who who would you consider, see at the St. Louis Country cons- Club member guest? I consider Tara Patrick to be elegant. How do you say Tara or Tira? I, I don't do know who it is. Tiri T. I don't. I don't <laughs> sing like that. Um, and then there's some that's kind of like Bonnie Rotten. I would consider kind of a dirty porn star. She has spider webs on her breasts. Yeah, gross. And it's, it's a shame too because she's such an attractive looking woman. She has a pretty face. Um, and there's some that I just didn't want Jay to play with her feet though. Yeah, she didn't like want a lot of things that night. Huh. She let me in Plaza interview her, but then she pretty much. Told everybody else to come out and see her if they wanted an autograph. Hmm. That was nice. The people uh, that had already come out to see her. <laughs> yeah, well, they didn't. She wasn't going to pose for pictures. Her handler saying, "Nope, you got to come out to the club if you want a picture." Yeah, we because charge, that's a we charge twenty five. Real for inconvenience that. to stand there for four or five seconds. Yeah, we charge twenty five. People just for don't that. have that kind of time. Yeah, no. All the other ones we had weren't like that. They're posing for pictures, and and not her. Now she's just, all, everything she posts now is just guns. Who is this? Bonnie Rodden. She's out at the shooting range. Mm-hmm. She's going through these obstacle courses. That's a kink for some guys, though. That's why I'm wondering if the Dillion thing's a kink. I just Got, uh, Attractive women who shoot guns is a kink for some guys. But I think she's into it. I mean, because mm. she's going through all these training things and getting awards and going through the obstacle course and shooting stuff and has trainers there and other comp- other competitors. So I think she's she enjoys doing it. I don't think it's for the kink. But. You guys ever been to a gun range to shoot? Jackson spent some time there, I know. Nope. 
Okay. You haven't? I don't think I've ever fired a weapon. Skeet shooting is fun. Skeet, skeet. It's a lot of fun. I hadn't done it until a college father-son weekend at college. Oh, there you go. They took us out there to do that. I had no idea I didn't own a shotgun. But another guy let us borrow his, and it was a lot of fun. Did the kickback get you? No. All right. Well, some people really. get some. I did. I shot a 12-gauge and it knocked me on my ass. Yeah, see, some people get some. <laughs> oh. Of course, I was just a small kid. But. Well, you got to be ready for it. If you weren't expecting anything, I suppose it would surprise you. But if you know it's coming, you kind of brace for it. Were you good? No. No, I wasn't. Uh-uh. <laughs> I kind of figured it out right, right at the end. I kind of figured out what you aim for because someone said, no, you got to lead it. So you got to aim a little above it. Like and Tom Brady on a crossing. That pattern. turned out to be bad, bad information. You got to just aim for the damn thing. Oh, is that and right? And you can kind of hit it. Ski shooting is aggravating when you use, they say pull and it just, you fire and it just sails away. Nothing <laughs> just, happens. Nothing happens. Yeah. yeah. But it is fun. I, I didn't think it would be, but oh, it, it was. It was yeah. fun. Only shot one thing in my life and it was by accident. What was that? Didn't Gross mean it. Oh, you definitely uh, shot gross mutter. Well, mm-hmm. I did that on purpose. I mean, poor I mean, woman. Animal. Uh, my buddy Mike Prosperi, his uh, <laughs> family had a uh, house in the country, and we go out there on weekends and went out hunting one day. And I said, I don't, I don't hunt. They all had like twelve gauges, and I had a pellet gun, mm-hmm. and some quail just came flying up. Get it? I just pointed my pellet gun at the thing, shot, and I hit the thing. Didn't even mean to hit it. Kill it. No, it didn't kill it, but then Mike Prosper took his 12-gauge and blew its head off. I said, well, Darn him. There's nothing left of that. Were you going to eat that? He just blew the whole bird apart. So I didn't mean to hit it. I just put my point of the rifle up there, shot, and the thing came, <laughs> came tumbling down. Hmm. Poor thing. Did you weep? No, I was upset, though. I don't want to kill the thing. Well, then you probably shouldn't have shot at it. Well, I just pointed the gun in the air and shot it. It happened to hit the thing. I wasn't aiming at it. But that's shooting it. If you point the gun at the bird and pull the trigger, you've shot at it. Well, I got lucky. I didn't mean to. I was Typical used... Ledoux Democrat. The virgin albino hasn't shot a gun. That's from the Warson Woods Wacko, and he uh. is on the Mount Rushmore. He's the Teddy Roosevelt of Jackson's Mount Rushmore. <laughs> well, that's right. Don't plan on shooting any guns anytime soon, either. That's his response to the Warson Woods Rat Wacko. Yeah. And the guy that texted us probably got an AK-47 assault rifle, and we need it for hunting. Regardless, I just I didn't. You having a treat right now, bro? I when I heard that Warson Woods Wacko with his just another classic, <laughs> I, I quickly swallowed this RX bar that I was dining on. Doug, do you ever have an RX bar? I sometimes they're hard and sometimes they're soft. But I'll tell you what, they'll leave debris, our word of the mug, in a seven o'clock hour, yeah. and your teeth. Big facts. I, I don't like that. This mm-hmm. one's soft. What do you got there, boy? Chocolate chip. It's quickly rising up the rankings of my flavors. What are your rankings of your RX bar flavors, please? Maple sea salt. Now Sometimes so, so hard. Yeah, it's tough. So rigid in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> two would be chocolate sea salt. I think chocolate chips at three, and then coconut chocolate at four. Doug, does that match your ranking? No, I don't know. I'm a peanut butter chocolate guy. Mm-hmm. I like the maple sea salt, but then it seemed like it was hard. Yeah. And I had to pivot away. I hear you. Chocolate sea salt's bee's knees. I like those RX bars. Yeah. Yeah. Like 20 grams of protein, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Is that what it is? I don't well, know how many grams. 12 and then, but fairly low carbohydrates yeah. considering it's such a sweet treat. Is it a sweet treat? 210 calories. No. Yeah. Low sugar. Well, Good you're stuff. happy with your little snack, aren't you? <laughs> well, yeah, it's better than like, you know, dining on Pop-Tart in the morning. Good morning. Yeah. 
Why can't your producers act like normal adults and eat before work or during a break? <laughs> I'm just wondering. Thanks. That's from the Lord of my parents' basement. <laughs> because we go an hour without taking a break and we're hungry. Most stations go four or five minutes. Oh, time for a break. Time for we a traffic update. What's going more. on in our dying city? Well, there's a we're slight backup hungry. for three minutes on 170. Back to you. All right. We got a sponsorship on it. I uh-huh. eat every day during the show, and I turn my mic off during it so you don't hear me eat. Yeah. This was a rare occurrence. Not just producers. I mean, Doug will be chowing down on sea bass in an hour. Yes, I will be. Maybe fill up the studio here with, this, with the stench of, this, of the fish. Ooh, so, I mean, sweet. Maybe about that. Rocky loves that. Loves it. A little spinach and hash browns in there, too. Oh, oh nice. I'm just glad I have company now for my misery. Yeah. You don't care for the smell of freshly cooked leftover fish? Uh, see, you, you you did a thing there in the sentence where you said freshly cooked, and then you said leftover. Well, we just got cooked, but um, it was leftover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I, I I'm fine with the smell of freshly cooked fish. I don't like the smell of leftover fish and cooked in a microwave in a workplace, which I'm pretty sure was a stereotypical thing you just don't do for the last like 20 years, just to be courteous. But okay. Oh no, you do it. Yeah, you eat in the workplace during the show. Not you don't microwave fish in a workplace, Doug. There's certain things you got to follow in this society or else it crumbles. Well, I have no other way to heat it up. There are rules. Well, point that out in the employee handual, manual for me. I don't see it there. Unwritten rule. Well, there are no unwritten rules in real estate. If there were, Mark and Neil Gelman would have all the answers for you. They what, what, basically got the what? answers. Anyway, the Gelmans are ranked number one. In Missouri, and number three team in North America in their real estate. They're ranked 122 out of 1.4 million agents in the entire United States, according to the Wall Street Journal. These guys get things done. Currently, not many houses on the market at all. It's almost a crisis situation. Houses are selling so fast, many times tens of thousands of dollars over list price. If you're going to figure all this out, you need the top agents in town, and that would be Mark and Neil Gelman. Gay and David were relocating out of town. Turned to the Gelmans to sell their beautiful home in the desirable Wellington Estate subdivision of town and country. In just 20 days, their home sold for an incredible $838,000. Gay and David expected great service, but were amazed to see it in action by Mark and Neil Gelman. Also, they can give you an instant cash offer for your home, but why not let them use their high-octane marketing to create demand and sell your home for over-asking price? That's what's happening out there in the market today. Their strategic marketing attracts hundreds of out-of-state buyers every month and is so successful they're selling homes up to $75,000 over list price. The Gelmans are at 314-336-1991 or online at thegelmanteam.com or even easier, just Google the Gelman Team. Certain restrictions apply. Think about that. What do you think? I just, I just did. Gay and David were taken care of? Yeah. I've talked to a, a good friend of mine as a real estate agent. He says it's just absolutely crazy. How there's no the, supply. The, yeah, there's nothing to sell. And when a house comes on the market, sometimes they'll get, you know, they'll go on the market on a Thursday and they'll get 20, 25 contracts on a house by Sunday. And and if you're not a cash buyer, they don't, they don't even oh, want you yeah. to go get a mortgage and anymore. It, it, yeah. It, and you got to go above list, I think. Yeah. And if you have, well, it's contingent on if I can sell my home. Oh, well, sorry. Oh, sorry, you're bro. Out. Yeah. It'd be a great time to sell your house for absolute top dollar and live in an apartment for a couple of years. Don't think we're not thinking about it, baby. Don't uh, think we're not thinking about yeah. it, baby. The only problem I see is that normally when houses go up, they don't come back down. If you spent 500000 on this, if it was a reach for you and you had to have this house and you spent 500000 on it, when the market's hot, 
I don't think you're going to want to sell it two years from now for 420 just because the market cooled down. I don't think houses will go back down. What if I took out a second mortgage to get a cigarette boat at the lake to run a train on a divorcee? It, <laughs> that, yeah, I, I couldn't argue with that thinking. That, that sounds sound to me. I just think that once it goes up, barring something major happening to the economy in the country, I don't think these housing prices will come back down. So are we doomed or even worse? No, it's just going to be a, a difficult market. It's all part of inflation, I guess. Maybe, maybe the thing is to build. Although even that, you try to build now, and lumber is so extremely expensive that it'll cost you no. 50% more to build now than builders it did a year are, ago. Builders are behind. Yeah. I mean, they want to. It's not like they don't want to. Yeah. Just taking a lot longer. I was talking to some builders. Used to be if his house was for sale, they thought, well, it's legit to ask 10% under the asking price. And now people are saying, well, geez, how much higher do we go over the asking price? Yep. Hmm. And then you got to cough up, a, most people would have to cough up a lot of cash if your lender says, well, the house right, just doesn't exactly. appraise for 400000 You shouldn't be paying four fifty for it. They won't give you the mortgage unless you cough up enough cash to get the mortgage down. That's why you have to get involved in DraftKings because that way you're liquid. Yeah, I'd say. I've got the leader. I'm winning eight bucks. Oh, really? What do you got going? I got Streelman and Cantley. Look at that, Doug. Okay. My only two on the course. Garrett Cago is going to win this tournament, though. So two and three weeks. That'll be fun. Yep. Yeah. yeah, he's a machine. He'll be a household name in the golf community. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Yeah, I like, yeah. I like that David. Good Lips times. I like that David Lipsky. Doug, talk about David Lipsky's game. Well, he is. Uh, he is a ball striker. He's a guy that came up and played junior golf, <laughs> and uh, you know his dad was a big influence on his game. And if he can get his putting straightened out and reduce the number of strokes with the flat blade, I think he's a guy that potentially could, could get on some leaderboards. You'll be right. He's one of those corn fairy guys that killed it out there like Scotty Scheffler and Victor Hovland and Morikawa. And he's another one of those corn fairy guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Doug, Abe answer was chalk. You are correct. Chalky AF as a matter of fact, and he is at two over par through seven. Is there something wrong with him? He had a bad start on the European tour, missed the cut at the U.S. Open, and now one of the best players in the game is two over through seven and is, is just really looking lost out there. What are you seeing? Bah, men, not machines. He didn't make the cut at the U.S. Open, and he was one of the best players in the country, and now he's what, two over. That's right. Uh, yeah, I think that he's just... Uh, He's not getting off the tee the way he would like. Mm. He would like to drive the ball better. He would like to hit more greens and what I call reg. Nice. He would like to get up and down from the frog's hair. Nice. And he's not doing that the way he once did. Uh, there could be something in his personal life bothering him, but he's a, he's a sculptor. He's a sculptor of the golf ball. So I wouldn't count him out. You're not going to rule him out just yet. No. Uh, don't rule out James Carlton. If you do, you'd be making a monster mistake. So yesterday... The great people at uh, Munganess called and said, hey, uh, the part is in to repair your car from when, like a 98-year-old, you backed into a parked vehicle and the oh. banny little rooster from Southie emerged to yeah. try to scuffle. <laughs> yeah. He was in it at the time. He was. With a very impressed girlfriend. 
very right. turned on by it. Yeah. She was really impressed. She just wanted to walk into oncoming traffic watching watching the departed take place. And uh and I said, I don't know anything about it. And I and I texted James and he goes because the guy said, yeah, I was on hold for a while because he called like the corporate number. And he goes, that's that's why we're here. Connect me with him and we'll take care of it. And like two minutes later, James texts me. He goes, okay, everything's done. I'm like what in the world? What are you doing? Is he, is he like a magician or something? I don't know. I think James Carlton might be a magician. It's I think he's doing magic of, in Webster. Slide of hand. That's what it seemed like. If you like magic and insurance, 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. It's James Carlton. Truly the best. Picture your picture you being in that situation. Okay, here I am. Yeah. You got a banny little rooster from Southie wants a piece of you. Right, and you've just crashed one of the Munganess cars? That's correct. <laughs> because it was a bright, sunny day with dry pavement, and you were paying tribute to many of your neighbors by backing into a parked car, yeah. despite being 40 years younger than them. Well, that's what I did. Mm-hmm. Now... You text your insurance agent. Do you even have your insurance agent's number to text him or her? Probably not. Right. Probably not. And then how quickly does your insurance agent get back to you? Three days. That's what I'm telling you it would be. Maybe, if you're lucky. James Carlton on at Lickety Split. He was on a Lickety Split back in April and on at Lickety Split yesterday. The best. And they have a deep roster of customer service at Carlton Insurance to make sure that you don't deal with a lot of the BS that you'll deal with at other insurance companies. It's James Carlton, State Farm, 314-961-4800. Or go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton. State Farm. I tried to do your pause, and I well, just can't do it as well. I, I can't do it as well. It I yeah, didn't hold it long enough. But you hold it for about eight seconds? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. Whatever feels right. you got to have a touch. you got to feel for it. James Carlton sends me a birthday card each year. My own father doesn't do that. That's from the Hunchback of On Castle. Why doesn't your dad do it? Hunchback of On Castle, call in. Tell us about your relationship with your father. And what about this hunchback? How do you get a hunchback? What is that? What happens there? Is that what you I get scoliosis know. test for at St. Gabriel's? I don't, I don't know what what's in there. Is that is that meat or is you storing water back there? <laughs> how, how do you get a hunchback? It's full of debris. Is debris. It? Matted tufts. Like a camel's hump is is meat, right? Is it? I thought it was water. Is it water? I think it is. Isn't it water? Nurse? I, I think it's, it's see meat. My nurse? What kind of meat? Well, camel meat. Nice. But what would a human hunchback be? It's, Eight, five, five, it's just you have a, a severe curvature of the spine. Okay. Um, a camel's hump is mostly fat. Yeah. It doesn't hold water at all. It says. No, it doesn't hold. No. Yeah, it's, it's mostly just fat. Mm-mm. But still. Yeah. Well, you can have one or two humps, depending on what type of camel you are, of course. My humps, my lovely lady Now, loves. the dromedary will have one, and the Bactrian will have two humps. <laughs> I did not expect Duck to break out the word dromedary today. Oh, well, that's the difference in the camels. The water is stored in the animal's bloodstream. Mm-hmm. I think it's both for Bactrians and dromedaries. Who said oh, my humps, it? my lovely lady lumps? Who said it? Can I have initials, please? F. F. Fauci? <laughs> I believe that would be... Fergie said Fergie. that? Fergie's correct. Fergie. Delicious. Okay. What? Okay. What's she doing now? She isn't doing much. She's she like hosting national, one of those shows? She did that national anthem that went horribly. Yeah. <laughs> That's, 
Was that the All Star game or something? Yeah, yeah. That one. It got away from her at the end. Yeah. And then they cut to the players, and anytime the players start laughing, Draymond, I'll never forget the face of Draymond Green, like he's trying to stop himself from laughing. Got away from her. Mm. Um, I don't think she's well. Really... I thought she was hosting like a like one of those talent shows. Double Duchess. Uh, Double Duchess. The last thing on our Wikipedia page is about the 2018 All Star game. Oh dear, that ended. That like shut her down. I think she might have shut herself down. I could have sworn she was hosting like one of those talent shows. Carl Lewis had a rough national anthem. Yeah, he also. did. Boy, did he ever lost his voice completely. I can picture Isaiah Thomas on the sidelines. She was a it. guest co-host on the talk back in 2018. She did yeah, a bunch I don't. Of, I don't catch that as often as I'd like. Yeah, she did a bunch of stuff. She did a bunch of like guest hosting stuff back in 2018. But that's, nah, that's wait, the 2018 last, seems like she shut her down. That's the last thing done. I'm seeing here. So, so one bad national anthem and you're out? Yeah, and then they, her and Josh Doomhall. Doug, do you say Doomall? Doohamel. I don't do usually. Do you say Doohamel? It usually never do comes Hamel? up. Doohamel? Doohamel. Oh, Is that how you say it? That's not yeah. how you say it. No yes, way. Josh, Josh uh, we Doomhall. We an argument. <laughs> no way. Uh, how do you say it? Josh Doomhall. <laughs> oh. Uh, they they filed for divorce on June 1st, 2019. She trips, though. She, like, proudly trips. No. Oh. Right? I'm not seeing that in her personal life. I'm pretty sure. Um, God bless America. <laughs> I'm just on Wikipedia. We'll, find it. So. we'll do it live! Okay. <laughs> I don't know how to Google that. Fergie bisexual. Get to the bottom of this. Uh, I think everyone in Black Eyed Peas. Fergie is not ashamed to admit she's bisexual. Thank okay. You. Everybody in Black Eyed Peas is bisexual? I don't know about that, but they've all kind of... I thought of, you were the one who said it, like, three seconds ago. No, I said they all kind of shut it down. Like, oh. I like, I don't think Will I Am's doing anything, or the... Quiet one with the long hair. The singer tells the advocate that her hubby, Josh Dumel, Dumel. No. is, quote, well endowed and confirms she's bisexual. What an interview. That I need was, to bring my, maybe my podcast interviews back because that's what I'm going to focus on. Tell me about the size of your husband. Oh, oh. <laughs> We don't need such a podcast. In the interview, which was conducted before the recent rumors that Mel had sex with a stripper, Fergie says she's been honest with her famous husband about her bisexuality from the beginning. Quote, I think women are beautiful. I've had a lot of fun with women, and I'm not ashamed of it. The problem is that I also love a well-endowed man. Now we have that in common. (laughs) So you're just like Fergie? (laughs) Clip that off. You enjoyed men of that of a certain girth? girth, really, not length. Sounds a little creepy to me. I don't know. It does to me too, Joe. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Mm. That's why you clock in early and leave late. I don't know that that's why. But just because I enjoy women doesn't mean I'm allowed to have affairs in my relationship. Fergie adds, "I learned through talking with my therapist that it's still cheating, even if it's with girls. So there's a rule there." The same rules don't seem to apply for Dumel. The Transformers star allegedly cheated with a blonde stripper just nine months after he married the singer. The stripper, Nicole Forrester, told the National Enquirer that she met Dumel in an all-nude club in Atlanta, where he was in Georgia filming Life as We Know It. Forrester claims they exchanged phone numbers, and he later invited her to his hotel room, where they had sex. Fergie is standing by Dumel, who vehemently denies the report. Very nice. Josh Dumel. 
Wouldn't that be up to the husband whether her affair was okay rather than the therapist? I would agree with that. I was thinking that as I read it in the prompter. Yeah, uh, I mean, he may he enjoy doing? it. He may yeah. think that's just fine. You're that's damn great. right. You're damn right. <laughs> I'd be pissed at the therapist if he blew that up for me. You think a lot of men would hey, be? really scissor. Okay. You think a lot most men would be upset if they're. If you know, we wife... talked about this on the program one time, and, and I and I was surprised that it seemed like there was a healthy percentage of guys who are anti MFF. But you know, some people like things, and some, some people don't like, don't other, like things. other things. Tribbing, is tribbing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jackson, I know you're not in a relationship, but if your significant other wanted to have an MFF, where would you be? Uh, how? When? How soon can we All right. do it? To make sure. <laughs> do I need to make anything? Get any supplies of any sort? No. Whatever you need, I'll just be. Whenever you need me. I'll be Will in the bullpen. Be behind a potted plant? No. No. I'll be in the bullpen. Bullpen. One tap. I'm ready to roll. Short relief? Yeah. If she just wanted to be in a relationship with a girl and me at the same time, I'm into that too. Are you? Yeah. I'll bring breakfast and stuff. Now, what if it was with another fella and no. you find that's yourself the, the That's the more victim. popular MMF. <laughs> no dice. So you're out. Yeah, personally. Okay. Well, it's up to the therapist. It's not up to you. That's <laughs> correct. Oh, so I'm going to be forced. Yeah. Hey, guys, speaking of humps, I'm up here at the Travelers this week and just ran into Jeff Sluman, and we got <laughs> to talking. One thing led to another, and the next thing I know, he's using my throat as his personal ball washer. Kids, oh, I didn't love God. it. Massive crank. No. Thanks, that's Madison Hedgecock. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Jeff Sluman was just a little guy, wasn't he? It's like five. A left-handed crank. Five or something? Yeah, it was tiny. I don't even think he plays anymore. Why would they bring well, him He's up? in the gallery at the Travelers. Yeah. <laughs> Following Abe Answers blow up. Yeah. Can't play on the Champions Tour. I'll just go out and watch the real guys. And obviously wash some guys' ball with my throat. Oh, <laughs> come on. Clip that off. That's all right. Oh, gosh. Oh, I feel bad for Sluzy. Good morning, lads. I stand before you, fully erect and ready to receive hot takes. That's from Riggles, the kitten. Oh, well, how many more hot Riggles takes do you want? So hot. We've already screamed at the Cardinal organization. Right. Held them accountable when others won't. What else did we do? Broke down camels Me, briefly. Kept an eye on Abe Answers debacle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we've covered all our bases. Trey right? Young. Yeah. The, the Isle forcing a game seven. Alex Petrangelo. All that show prep down in the first hour. Yep. Son of a... Broke down the female-male ratio at St. Gabe's. That's correct. Right. 50, that was 50. supposed to be a third-hour conversation, Egg, but okay. Well, we've already talked about it. <laughs> Mine's Local news is the dead media. Oh. Adam's having a big day. I guess we'll close out the uh, Munganess, 7 o'clock hour. stlouisaccurate.com, altontoyota.com. This is 590 Fan KFNS, St. Louis, Missouri, Wood River, Illinois. You're listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Hi, I'm Ryan Kelly.